Hi and welcome to the very first Wild Breads podcast episode. My name is JC and I am a local micro baker based in Los Banos Laguna. And um, so yeah, the I've been thinking about the very first episode or uh, the very first topic I'd like to discuss or you know to talk about or to make assumptions about even on the very first episode. The very first? Okay, <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Um, my first time. I'm very sorry, but. So, uh, in my opinion, or to me, the the best topic that I wanted, the the I mean, the very first topic that I want to talk about is the history of bread in the Philippines. Uh, you know, as a country that was not, you know, a a bread country, you know, before the colonizers came. Um, and by bread, I mean a wheat-based bread that we know today. So, so I've been I've been researching. Uh, or I've been reading off of Google um, about you know Philippine his- history and you know the f- the history of breads in the country in general, um, <clears throat> and um, before 1565, you know when uh, the colonizers came, um, we well when they came th- there were th- there was this one um, Spaniard who who actually wrote down you know what. Um, what they found in the Philippines, you know, as you know, they're our bread in that sense. Um, and they found out, and that dude found out that, you know, we, you know, when they came, there, wa- there was already a word, um, there was already the tinapay as a word. And tinapay, you know, in, in Tagalog, now we know that as bread. And even in, I'm, I'm, I'm Ilongo, um, that my ho- my hometown is in Iloilo and we also know tinapay you know as bread but before they came before the colonizers came tinapay was some sort of a rice cake or something or a rice rice based bread um, think of tortilla or something tortilla or whatever <laughs> but you know um, so it's it was anything that you know um, it was rice, I believe, that you know was ground into a powder and then mixed with water, and then you know. Um, but yeah, like so, so we've had bread or you know um, a rice-based bread before the Spanish came, and then you know our idea of what bread is or of what bread was um, slowly evolved over like the course of several hundreds of years um and, and and that's what i've been really thinking about like um did we have sourdough before you know um did we well did we have sourdough in the past and the answer i think and i believe is hell yeah you know it, we've had it i mean um so i've been reading this what do you call it um uh, a postgraduate level um, textbook on, on on the microbiology of, of fermentation and and it's incredible how they've um, they've what do you call it uh, they've illustrated you know our I, I mean like illustrated the timeline on when like humans started you know um, culti- not really cultivate but domesticating you know um, wild yeast and and it's incredible that you know for you know for the last 10,000 years they believe that well that book stated that they believe and they 
maybe they're pretty sure that you know humans from 10,000 years ago um, <clears throat> have you, you know when they started to domesticate plants such as grain wheat uh, such as wheat or rice or whatever and domesticate also humans I don't know why I called but <laughs> um, the sorry so when humans started domesticating animals such as cattle um, what else <laughs> I don't know but domesticating um, animals and plants um, this book was claiming that we also inadvertently started to domesticate um, wild yeast and, and by domestication they mean like say there are cultures or tribes in, in I don't know in, in, the, in, in like very remote tribes that still practice like um, natural fermentation and we still see that today in industrial processes and and one of the best examples are you know the, w when when people have um, fermented milk and made yogurt from out of it um, for to make it more digestible it, it, it's just incredible to me how you know you know one guy probably like left his milk you know you know one night and like decided to you know drink it the following morning regardless of the smell or the taste of it and like ended up um, having better digestion you know um, that's amazing because because um, look like if there's just you know you know 50 of you in a tribe you'd be very wary of um, or you've been you you you'll be wary of like drinking something that doesn't smell right because like over you know the thousands of years that we've evolved as human beings like anything that smells bad is, is probably poison or something but you know <laughs> the the very first humans were probably I mean the very first people who who um who fermented their their food probably thought like oh like I don't have any more food left or you know I can milk the cow in probably three more days so you know they're they may have been desperate or they may have been like very intelligent I don't know but anyway back to the back to where we were as you know as a country the Philippines um, I really believe that um, you know the bread that we had like when the 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 colonizers came I say colonizers because um, <laughs> um, I, I really want to talk about colonization and, and how it affected us as well but anyway um, <clears throat> so when they came they probably brought with them I mean they 99.9% .9 brought with them sourdough or naturally leavened naturally fermented bread um, but but also I've, I've read that we also had our own natural, natural, from naturally fermented um, bread, and I've read somewhere, but I, j I just can't remember that we we had like um, fermented coconut water or something. I don't know if that, if that turns into vinegar. I'm not sure. Maybe someone can 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 you know send us a <laughs> send us a message about you know the things I'm talking about, but <clears throat> anyway, so. Yes, it's very, it's just all too interesting to me. And um, the thing about, you know, w the reason why I wanted to talk about, you know, the hi our history is that um, it, it actually relates to the, 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 the hashtag I see online of, um, it's, this hashtag, ha hashtag has been 
has been has been circulating or has, has been used a lot of times um, you know for several years um, and it's the hashtag real bread and for me it's like I, I used to believe that when I, I was starting you know um, when I was starting my bread making journey you know my you know my sourdough bread making journey and the thing that you know I, I believe I really believe that sourdough bread is better nutritionally it is better um, it keeps way better I mean you can put it out on your um, kitchen counter or your on your table uncovered uh, you know not inside anything and it survives for more than a week but you know with with, with the commercial breads that we have um, you know that you find in stores these days these industrially produced breads they're they're just for me they're, they just pale in comparison so it so the the like sourdough bread is better bread and um, but but now that I've been I've been making bread for quite a while like and and you know making bread for the community here in Los Banos and um, on occasion like I'm, I'm really thankful that some people also um, some people who live far away also you know buy my products or buy my breads I'm really happy about that and thank you but yeah it's um, <clears throat> uh, now the, the the word real bread doesn't sit well with me anymore and it's for the, this reason I've been researching right about um, about the history of bread in, in our country and and um, so let me take you back to to when Louis Pasteur, um, Pasteur or Pasteur, <laughs> I don't know, but when he first um, kind of isolated a yeast strain, um, I think it was from a beer yeast or something. Um, I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but he isolated. So so okay before that, so um, natural a natural culture or starter is actually you know a mix of um, good bacteria and and um, and yeast so they're just there in a symbiotic relationship inside a culture and what happened was Louis Pasteur um, Pasteur <laughs> he he isolated or he separated both so it's it's now you know he can he, he yeah like I said Isolate. So he isolated this yeast from the from the good bacteria, and he found a way. I I, I think, or I believe that um, that um, he found a way to make it into a powder form or like an, into granules and all that stuff. And you know now um, that was in 1857. So I've been thinking like, what happened before that? So. It's, it's safe to assume that, you know, the world had sourdough bread before, you know, the discovery of, or the isolation of that yeast and, and you know. So, um, the thing, the thing about, like, like going back to the real bread thing, it's, um, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's a disrespect to the, to the generations of bakers before us. Because, you know, um, when, when Louis 
when Louis Pasteur discovered it and, and made it um, commercially available to all bakers, that is also the time when the world's population was starting to explode. Um, and, you know, the, the Industrial Revolution or the Industrial Age was, you know, born, if I... Is that right? But, yeah, so, so industrialization happened alongside that. And now, you know, the world or, you know, major cities then had growing population and how do they feed them like especially these bread um, bread centric um, countries so with that with with a commercial yeast it, it, it became very very predictable and you know so so a baker now can say oh okay so I will have bread from the time of mixing to to loading it in the oven in about two maybe three hours as opposed to a naturally leavened product where you know you have to cultivate you know you have to make it strong enough to 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 make the bread rise in the oven when the time comes and and it's also um, dependent on weather patterns on the temperature on the humidity so as a baker you know you have to have I'm, I'm my, my guess is that you have to to come from a from a generation of of bakers where you know um, knowledge of a hundred years of making bread with a starter culture has to be passed down to you so that now you're like um, okay I know what to do because then back then as well they you know you were taught as a kid and like you probably ha hung out in your dad's bakery or in your parents bakery so now you'll have this like lifetime of knowledge but then again the industrial revolution happened and then now you have to feed a lot more people and then they probably needed a lot more bakers then so now with this yeast and with a, a very very predictable um, um, what do I call it predictable product uh, predictable dough <laughs> um, predictable in its readiness you know um, now this this yeast is commercially viable and it was it's also respectable because now you get to feed a thousand people you know with bread that you can dish out like you know thousands a day as opposed to just maybe a handful maybe 10 20 30 not really thousands maybe hundreds and then you know you can teach another baker but, but this is all just assumption based on what I've read you know um, but I think it's a it's a valid argument, you know, that you know this this real bread movement is a is a form is is in a little in in a way disrespectful to the like I said generation generations of bakers before us. Um, um, but the I I mean where I stand in this is that. I believe that sourdough bread is nutritionally superior and it keeps well, but um, I, I just think that it's unnecessary to, you know, to, to forgive the word, but to shit on, you know, bakers who don't bake with, um, with sourdough bread. And, you know, as a, I was, I'm a, I have been a big part of like, of, um, of, of of Facebook. I mean, I sorry, not a big part, but I've been a part 
of of a lot of Facebook groups of like baking, uh, like bread and artisan, you know, um, groups. Um, and usually people who, you know, because because sourdough bread is now so trendy, you know, whenever you post something, you know, your work as a as a home baker, when when someone posts um, work that has been leavened by yeast, people are like, why did you do that and all that stuff? But it, it, it's just sad because, like now, when you're when you're a when you're a baker, it's fine because like because um, you're just doing it at home. But then, but then sometimes you kind of need some validation, like exterior, which I think is you know you have to be you have to have internal validation by yourself first um, before you like do anything online because like people can be very very toxic online but anyway that's that's a topic for another day <clears throat> um yeah so i i mean like look if um if you're a baker um j maybe be a little kinder to <laughs> to other people who use yeast um it's not their fault that they use yeast you know um but yeah i, I really uh, I mean, my stand is again like number one: don't shit on people. Number two: um, if you want to make, you know, um, if you want to make better bread or real bread, then you know, um, then do so without shitting on other people who use, you know, um, this commercial yeast that's you know that has fed our grandfathers and mothers. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, I've been ranting for quite some time. Um, so yeah, I've... Uh, I think there's something else I want to talk about, but... You know, I can just probably save that for another time. But again, so... So like I said, we've had sourdough bread in the Philippines. Number two... Um, you know, um like commercially leavened or commercial yeast and you know commercial yeast in breads has it has its merits you know when the industrial age started um but now that you know people has ac people have access to to knowledge online then you know um i lean towards you know um sourdough bread being consumed by, by people just because it's naturally fermented and it's really really good for the for for our guts and all that and it's it's very highly digestible i've um in fact it's i've had like several like 60 70 year olds like talk to me in the past that you know they've tried every other bread in the you know in the grocery and all that stuff but they found that you know the like sourdough bread has been the only has been the only bread that they you know that their stomachs didn't harshly react to so I'm really happy about that. Um, I'm really happy about you know the the, the response of, uh, I mean uh, I mean the trend. The trend is good for us bakers, for for especially the the sourdough bakers. Th this trend of like people awake awakening to the fact that there is there is better bread, you know, nutritionally, in <laughs> um, that sourdough bread. So yeah, uh, man, I've. I've you have to forgive me because this is my very first time. I, I'm all over the place. I actually have a lot of things um, in my mind that I want to talk about. So, 
next time we're gonna talk about um, I, I still do want to talk about industrialization and the effect of industrial industrialization to our breads and um, and I also want to talk about uh, this artisan thing because I I, I I remember I mentioned it earlier that you know there is um, like and and this artisan this word artisan and that it's been overused that now it doesn't mean anything actually for me um, so yeah so if you've listened um, if you if you're still here after 20 minutes wow thank you very much um, yeah I'll be doing this every Monday and um, uh, I really I really so, so one more thing I really hope that I get I can get someone you know to you know um, to, to discuss this with on this on this show so I've, I've reached out to a couple of people actually so one is from a you know a friend of mine um, who, who used to work in in San Miguel and um, has amazing knowledge on on Filipino breads and um, I really wanted to get get her on on the show and talk about like um, the the history again of, of, of breads in the Philippines um, you know from her perspective and I've also invited a very popular um, Instagram um, baker who, can, who I do want to talk about um, um, home baking in, gen- in general I've also had um, uh, two more um, so one is another guy who, who makes sourdough bread and he's also a miller at the same time he he mills for Philippine foremost and um so, so that's that's interesting to me. I really want to get him on the show, and also the the last one would be um, there's a there's a fellow um, in 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 UPLB in, in biotech I think who who specializes in lactic acid bacteria. That's very very good. Like a, it's 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 a really good. Um, I think it's a really good topic. Uh, so basically he or she I think I don't know um, basically they they specialize in lactic acid bacteria now you know it affects us or you know it's effects on the human body or the digestion I'm not sure but so I really do want to get them on the show so um, I guess that's it um, what else do I have to say um, I'm, I'm gonna give this thing a listen and then you know maybe you know there are some things that I missed or you know I want to I want to expand upon so um yeah again if if you're here you know this past 23 minutes i thank you very much um hope to hope to see you again next time um if you're driving drive safe if you're working out like um i don't know i don't know if if you're walking your dog just be careful or whatever but yeah thank you again thank you very much and um stay safe everyone cheers